What is up, DGAFers? All right, you guys, this episode is dedicated to Jenna because she's the one who found this activity, this journaling activity. So she is taking the lead on this call, but I will say, or this call, this podcast, I will say she, like, I was so in in like in it, in this podcast episode. I'm just like listening to her. I told her after we were done recording, I was like, I didn't even, I forgot we were recording a podcast for a second. I know. It's like, we just had this awesome conversation. So the, the gist of this episode, I heard about this in a meditation that I was doing in the morning. And it's all about redefining success and figuring out what you believe to be true about success and looking into the relationships you have in your life. Like, what do your parents think of success? What do your friends think about success? What does society tell you about success? And really digging deep into that. And you are going to be amazed. If you do what we tell you to do in this episode, you're going to have some serious, like my mom calls them come to Jesus moments. Like (laughs) these just like, uh aha moments where you're like, whoa, like what, what have I been believing or what has been, has been leading me through life up to this point? Yeah. And I would even say as Jenna was like walking us through the practice and then also giving her own examples of like her dad's success, her mom's success. I was thinking about, you know, my parents and the people closest to me. And at first it was kind of difficult for me to kind of pinpoint, well, what do I feel like my dad's success is? Like when she was telling her dad's story. And, but then after some time I was like, oh, like some things started clicking and like, oh, I really value this in terms of success. And that's my dad, like just growing up. So like, you're going to have so many aha moments if you do this uh, the right way. And it's like, kind of feels really good to know that there's just these outside factors that kind of play into your success so that you can really make the decision whether you want to keep them or not. I completely agree. And I think that's the importance of, of listening to this episode and taking immediate action on it because there, you know, there's times in your life that you, you feel like a failure. You feel like you're not doing enough, not doing well enough. And I think just by being self-aware, and again, we bring that up every time we talk (laughs) self-aware, it helps you to say, wait, that's not true. This is actually how I feel, or this is actually what I believe. So, and, and I share that with you in this episode too. I get, you know, share some vulnerable things about how I'm feeling, you know, with going into motherhood, with our business and friendships and relationships, we go into all of that. So I think this is going to be a really good one for you. Yes. So when you take action on this activity, if you would like to connect with us further, whether tell us what you discovered, um, or just have like a really open, honest conversation. So it's always fun to kind of tell people what came out of it. And we also encourage you to have conversations later with the people and ask if your definition of success kind of matches theirs. So kind of see what they say. That's always interesting. Um, but anyways, if you want to have a conversation with us about it, uh, go ahead and send us an email at get.fit.com and.social at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram. I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness and I am at fit with underscore Jenna Locke. All right. Until next time. Ready? Let's do this.
Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a dga effer. like don't give a bleep or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a dga effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a dga effer who doesn't give a bleep what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. All right, so today we're talking about success and we're talking about really getting you clear on what your definition of success is, but also figuring out why that's your definition. And I actually just did this journal entry the other day. It was was part of a meditation that I was doing And so much came up for me while I was working through this. Like it was really kind of eye-opening as to like what I thought success meant versus what I wanted it to mean. (laughs) And I really had to think deeply about like where, where these ideas kind of came from. So we're going to go ahead and give you this journal prompt right now. And in order for you to get the most out of this episode, I would seriously recommend pausing the second that we explain how this works, go do it and then come back because I feel like you're going to be able to really dig a lot deeper and really understand like what the hell is being brought up for you. Cause that's exactly yes. like that's- if you're in your car or like driving right now, I, the next thing I would do is if you're not able to hit pause and go do this activity is put in your calendar a date and time that you're going to commit to this and going to do it uh, because it's going to be really eye-opening. And I think a lot of the time, especially working with clients, you know, the biggest thing that we hear is like the results that they get sometimes aren't the results that they like pictured that they were going to get, but they got like this other kind of really amazing transformation. And sometimes, you know, you can kind of be hard on yourself when you're not getting the result that you expected, but you're still getting results. And so it's like, but wait a minute, it's probably having to do with the way you're measuring success because you've literally succeeded. Like you're on like cloud nine, you're doing such a great job. Why are you beating yourself up because of this crazy expectation or the success that you thought you were supposed to have? Yeah, totally. And I think the, the thing that, that surprised me the most when I did this was I, I feel like I've learned so much more about myself just in the last couple of weeks that I'm like, wait, where, where did this come from? Like, where, what is happening? Like, I, I feel like I've, I've gone through so much personal growth in just the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of like a wake up call. Like you got some work to do sister. Like we all do. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to share the journal prompt and then I want to talk with you about what came up for me and just the things that I've learned just in the last couple of weeks that I need to work through. So that is our plan of action today. So first things first, 
we're going to look at success in terms of what other people around you think success means. And this is not, this is not you going and asking them. All right. This is like, what do you think they think it means? And this, this gets a little interesting. You can go ask them afterwards. That's what I did. And it was cool because what came up for me was I was right, basically. <laughs> um, so what we want you to do is get a notebook, get a you know sheet of paper, get a pen, and think about the people closest to you. Okay. So a lot of times in your life, a lot of the beliefs that you have, they're so ingrained in you from the time that you were little that you don't even realize that they are things you're still carrying with you. So I want you to think about your mom. I want you to think about your dad. I want you to think about if you had any other adults in your life that you were super close with growing up, take a second and what did each of those people think success meant? What does it mean to them? Think about your spouse. Think about your significant other if you don't have a spouse. Um, think about your friends, some of the best friends. You can think about your coworkers. Think about society as a whole. What do those people think success means? Okay, so right now, that's the journal prompt. I want you to pause, or like Lauren said, I love that idea. Just put a time in your calendar to go back and, and revisit this. Please do it. You're going to be shocked at what comes out of it. So I want to share with you what came up for me when I was doing this and kind of what I learned about myself. So I started with my parents. I started with my mom and then I did my dad. And when I wrote about my dad, it was, it was very interesting because he I feel this is so hard without you knowing my dad. Like he is my favorite person in the whole world. He can literally like walk into a Walgreens and make 12 friends. Like that's just who he is. Um, but his definition of success is just like grind it out, hard work, don't take a break. Like he, and, and a lot of it I, I've since learned in the last two weeks because I've asked more questions. I had a whole conversation with my mom about this today. And, you know, he was 11 years old and his dad was having him like pour concrete patios before he went to work in the, or before he went to school in the morning. Like he would have to mix concrete and do this. Like it just was ingrained in him growing up that you work hard, you show up, you do all of this. And, and it was funny because long story short, we're actually staying with my parents right now. We sold our house in like a day and a half and haven't found one anyway, not the point of the story. Um, but my dad the other day was downstairs and he was sleeping in a chair, like reading a book, sleeping. And my mom walked by and in like a dead sleep, he goes, I'm getting up, I'm getting up, I'm going to the barn. My mom's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't give a shit if you're going to the barn. Like you can sleep in this damn chair all day. Like who cares? Like take a nap, watch TV, whatever. Um, and, and, and he'd already like cleaned out a full shed, unloaded trailers, mowed the grass. Like he'd already done all of these things, but it was like the second he took a break and stopped, it was like, oh, oh, I'm getting up, I'm doing something. I'm moving on. Like it was just, you know, that's how he, he perceived success. And the very interesting thing about this is, I mean, I, I came up with that right away when I was journaling. I'm like, oh, my dad is like super hard worker, like 
can't take a break. Like the more, the more you're working, the stay busy, accomplish all this stuff, like that success. My mom, this was the, so interesting. And Lauren, I haven't even told you this yet. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom this this morning. Cause I was like, you know, we're going to record this episode. And you know, I hadn't had a chance to talk to my dad. He wasn't here. He was probably working. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, seven a.m. Yeah, seven a.m. And I'm like, do you think that dad's going to be okay with us talking about this? Because it's really, I mean, that's his definition of success. It's what I grew up with. It's what I perceived. And she's like, oh yeah, I think it's going to be fine. And so I said, well, what do you think dad's definition of success is? And she was like, oh man, like this is a hard question. And it is like, you have to, that's why we we told you to journal. And I I hope you took time to do that because it's not something you're just going to like off the cuff come up with. It took me a few Well, as you were explaining your dad's, I'm trying to think of my dad's and I'm having a difficult time. Yeah. So I need to journal about it a little bit because I'm like, "Uh, what is my dad's? I don't know. I would have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Some people it's really hard. And like, even, even my husband, I was like, I like went through my mom, my dad, and then I got to Chad, my husband. And I was like, wait, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can like get clear on this. And so I had this really good conversation with him about it then. It was just very interesting. Um, but so this morning I asked my mom, I said, what do you think dad's definition of success is? And I'm thinking she's going to be like, Oh, hard work, you know, everything that I just explained. And she goes, wow, I'm going to have to think about this. So she kind of sat there for a minute and she leaned back and she goes, what makes your dad happy? And she's like, Hmm. And I was like, right there, right there is your definition of success. It's being happy because that doesn't necessarily mean success to a lot of people. Like it doesn't necessarily make my dad happy to go mow the grass and unload sheds and do all this crap to keep himself busy, but it's success to him. Whereas my mom is like, I'm successful if I'm happy. It's just, it was so interesting. Um, Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And I pointed that out to her and she was like, whoa, (laughs) like what in the world? (laughs) Um, But this was something that was just really eye-opening for me because I'm like, okay, what is my definition of success then? Like I can see where I'm pulling these things from my parents and and from all this. And then, and then I got to society and a huge, a huge block for me when I left the teaching profession was based on society's definition of success. Like, is it a quote unquote real job with retirement? And like, that is successful to a lot of people like showing up putting in eight hours a day of work in the traditional work environment, coming home and like it and and going to college and like getting a degree and then working in that degree. Like we both have college degrees in like education or whatever. And we're not in a typical school right now. And so it's like, according to society, I mean, that would be like a failure. Right. but you're not using it, you well, know? Right. Yeah. And that's, and so that was something I worked through a couple of years ago, but it came back up. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like, that's what that is. And like, I know a lot of my friends value just like safety and security. 
And I know when I left the teaching profession and was like, guys, guess what I'm doing? I'm starting my own business. They were like, oh God, like, what are you doing? And, you know, obviously it was all out of love because they were just worried because it wasn't the safe, secure thing, but their definition of success is different from mine. And so it's just really interesting once you can sit down and look at all these different puzzle pieces. I feel like that's when you're able to say, is this really my definition of success or am I, I feeling this way because this is what I grew up with or this is what my friends believe or this is what society's telling me, like, what do I want? And so, you know, it was it, when I wrote out my definition that I came to Lauren and ours are pretty similar, but it was very interesting because you even were able to add on to it after I did, because my definition of success is to be able to work for like two to three hours a day when I want to take breaks when I want to, and still have like a very successful business where I'm changing lives. I'm financially stable, but I'm not necessarily working for like 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not working for 12 hours a day. (laughs) So we're not doing that. (laughs) No. And then, you know, you obviously agreed with that, Laura, when we were talking about it and then you added to that and you're like, yeah, but, um, what did you say? Something about like leaving a legacy behind. Well, and this is now I'm starting to realize what I think my dad's definition of success is now that we're like, talk, like I'm listening to you talk about all this stuff. Um, and I would need to journal a little bit more to get a little deeper, but Uh, my dad uh, really thrives when he's getting recognized, like the best golfer, the best at this, the best at that, the best baseball player. Like that's my dad's definition of success. And so, cause I go, I was going through all these sports. Like I'm thinking of, cause I, my dad was my coach for softball for so long. Um, he's the one who taught me how to golf. He was, you know, he was involved in my sports life and, and was a big reason why I was able to play a division one sport in college, because he was so like, we got to practice. We got to go to batting cages. We got to go, 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 make sure you're the best player on the team. Um, that's what we're going to do. And so for him, I think the definition of, of success is everyone around you acknowledging that you're the best at whatever you're doing. Like your name's the first name to come up. Um, Cause my dad is a ball fucking awesome golfer. Like so good at golf. He wins tournaments all the time, but like he literally thrives off that. Like make me number one. So I have that, I'm very competitive. Um, and so I know that that's how I kind of am. You know, when I, when it comes to success, like, well, if I'm not the best, then I'm not, I didn't win. I didn't succeed in this, you know, whatever my mom. I don't, I'm not, I don't really know. I'd have to think about that. That didn't really come, um, to me. I think my mom's definitely is happy. I think that would be part of it for sure. Um, I think it'd be more so happy than anything else, but I'd have to think about that. But anyway, so what Jenna was saying was, and I think this kind of comes into when I say, when I told you, I feel like it would be leaving a legacy, um, is that I feel like, obviously I want to have freedom. I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't want to have to like be controlled by a boss. 
Um, I just want to be free. I just want to be able to do fun. I really love fun things. Like I love being social. It's like my favorite thing in the world. And I want to make sure that I have time to like go hang out with my friends and go on vacation. And that's success for me too. Uh, but another piece of my success, and maybe that's my mom's definition. I don't know. Um, another piece of success would be, you know, when I'm older and I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm ready to just kick back and I'm not really going to be full force work mode. Um, so much anymore, whenever that's going to happen, I can't see that happening anytime soon. Um, but when that does happen, I want to have had built something that my kids or that future grandkids are like, yeah, my mom or grandma or whatever, this is the thing that she built from the ground up. And that, I mean, that's like ultimate success for me, for them to be like, you did that. Yeah. I think it comes from my dad. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. It's so interesting. And, and you know, what has been really eye-opening for me is just to kind of realize what pieces and parts like I do want to carry with me and what things I kind of want to leave. And I will, this is like me being super vulnerable guys. I've learned in the last two weeks that I am such a flipping control freak. It's not even funny. And that's my dad. That's my dad. Like I love him to death, but like <laughs> trying to like work with him and like fix the deck and do the basement. Like not my thing. Like it's just because it, I, I don't do it well enough because it's not the way he would do it. And I'm, I've seen over the last couple of weeks that keeps coming out and like, and it's funny. I mean, even with our business, you know, we're, we're talking now about making some huge transitions with our fit and social business, with our, our business coaching. We're talking about conjoining some of our Instagram accounts, all this stuff. And I'm like, like I gotta, I gotta give up the control. And this has been really eye-opening for me. Lauren is helping me through this. She calls me out of my shit and I love her for it. And you know, it's, it's not, it's not that I don't trust other people. Like that's, what's interesting about it. Because I mean, Lauren, I would trust you with my life. <laughs> like I know that. Right. But it's yeah. like, do I trust you with the podcast notes? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, of course I do. <laughs> but it's like, I, that is on me and I have to own that. And I think I'm just so grateful for like really digging deep into this right now and, and, and learning this because when we have this baby girl in November, if I am a control freak, I'm going to absolutely lose my shit and I'm aware of it. <laughs> like. Yeah. I know that and I see that. And so I'm, I'm taking baby steps right now to just give that up and give pieces up and, and really work through that. It's not going to be an easy thing because it's something that I've held on to literally my entire life. I mean, I, I was the girl that like did the whole group project because I could do it better. Like, cause like, people were out doing dumb shit and messing it up like that, which is not true obviously, but that's my perception. Well, and I just have like a little tip for when you have the baby. Now that you know that about yourself, 
And cause you're going to have a lot of times where you're up late at night and you're just like breastfeeding or doing whatever you're doing. And you're going to be alone a lot, um, in very quiet areas, which is kind of terrifying. Cause I I'm having anxiety about it. Cause it's like bringing back all these memories. I'm like, oh God. Um, but you could utilize that time to like, cause you're going to be bored. You're going to just be like sitting there, like have your phone out or like something and just journal about like your control throughout the day. Like how is my control level today? Because that's going to help you when like shit hits the fan and like things are totally out of your control. I just know like, cause when I didn't know obviously what was going to happen when I had Cameron, um, I wish I would have had like a mindset that I have now where when I had those down times where I was like alone at 3am, like breastfeeding him in the middle of the night, like instead of just scrolling through social media and judging and comparing myself to every freaking person on there, I would have set some time aside to be like, okay, this is my weakness. Is this affecting me right now? Like, is like, am I cool with this? Because I feel like that would help a lot with like depression and anxiety that you could possibly get after birth. So no, I think so too. And I, I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, I even shared on my social media the other day, I, I, I shared bits and pieces of this, but I'm like, you know, here's the thing, just because I'm a mindset coach, Lauren's a mindset coach. We've done all these programs. Like it doesn't mean that we're these perfect robots who walk around without fear and doubt and anxiety. And like, we have all of our shit together all the time. No, what it means, what it means is that we have so many practices in place and things that we've collected over time that we know work. I mean, like I'm able now when I wake up in the morning and something happens, like I don't know. We had a, a, I won't go into detail, but like I had something happen just the other day where I was so, I was in tears, like sobbing in the morning. I was so scared and so worried. And like your mind automatically goes to this, like, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and it goes, it spirals out of control. And by the end of my morning routine, I was able to like completely reel myself back into the positive. And I'm like, this is what it's about. It's not about not feeling those feelings and not having fear and not having doubt. It's about being able to say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is not where I want to be. Let me rewind, revamp and pivot and get myself to a a positive headspace. And the fact that we can do that now in an hour, I mean, God, it used to take me months to do that. Yeah. Oh, and just a quick story, because I know we got to wrap this up, but same thing happened to me. You know, my psycho ass when it comes to uh, like food and my weight and all that back, that that's my like eating disorder, Lauren shit coming in when I get real cuckoo in my head about things like that. Um, I went to the doctor and I got weighed, um, you know, obviously. And I asked the doctor, you know, how much do I weigh now compared to what I weighed with Cameron at this point? Cause I'm just I'm doing a lot better. I'm working out. I'm eating a lot healthier. I'm just curious, like, am I doing better or is this worth nothing? Like what the hell's going on? I'm just going to gain a ton of weight no matter what. Um, well, good news is I was nine pounds less than I was with Cameron, but then I got all psycho in my head. Like, well, he told me at this point with Cameron, I, this is where I spiked weight really high. Like I gained like 10 pounds in a matter of two weeks. Um, and he's like, so this is where the real game changer is going to be. Um, 
And so in my head, first off, I was like, nine pounds isn't that much. And I was like thinking like really crazy thoughts. Like I was thinking I was going to be like 15 pounds lighter, like getting psycho again. And then I was like, oh my God, like, am I going to gain 10 pounds again? And like just started freaking out. Okay. Basically Mm -hmm. and criticizing myself, like all the shit. And so I, um, paused because I knew I was being psycho Lauren. Like I, you know, the things that I've overcome. And I was like, first off, nine pounds is a shit ton of weight to be under number one. And number two, if I just control my nutrition from here on out, I'm going to be perfectly fine. And if I end up gaining a certain, whatever the number is, I did my best. I worked out, I ate as healthy as I could. I'm cool. So I started doing a journaling practice every morning and evening where I write down and I actually just posted on my Instagram. So go creep on my Instagram to hear the actual questions. I answer these questions every morning about why I'm choosing to eat healthy. Um, and it helps me stay healthy throughout the day. Like, cause I get crazy thoughts. Like I just want to go to McDonald's. I just want to go to Swenson's. I just want to go to all these things. But because I did the journaling practice, it's, helping me like remember why I want to make these healthy choices. So to say to what Jenna said, we are not perfect. We still have our psychoness that comes back out from the both of us, but we know how to tame it and to get it back and on track. Yeah. And that's, that's what we can help you with too. And really, I think this, this episode is a great first step for you of just thinking about your definition of success. What is it? And it comes from a lot of people around you. So we would absolutely love to just hear your takeaways from this. And I mean, message us or email us and tell us, what did you learn about yourself? Because I think if you do this activity, you're going to have some takeaways. You're going to love it. All right. So to contact us, I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. (laughs) And I am at fit with underscore Jenna Locke, or you can email us at get.fit.and.social at gmail.com. All right. Until next time.